Media at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. All right, so every every Sunday around this time, quarter past, in fact, we, we have the eye on someone today. It's the eye on Gareth Lack, who's the CEO of the Joe Public Agency. Gareth, good, uh, good chatting to you once again. Hi. Hi, Ashraf. Good morning to you. Yeah, good morning indeed. Why aren't you not, why are you not running at the comrades? Just checking. Uh, no, I run the 21, not the, not the crazy nine. Not, not the ultras. Okay, got that, yeah. Kilometer runs, yeah. Not the ultras aren't for me, but the 21s are actually. Okay, does, it does tell me, I mean, talk to me about your company very quickly, because I think you have a fascinating, uh, story in terms of how it started together with yourself and Pepe Maria, your, your partner, right? Are you talking about the crazy founding story? Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, it is fascinating because a couple of years before we started Joe Public, myself, Peter, and Noel Cottrell, I was actually surfing out in Cape Town, um, and a guy was drowning, a paddle skier, and I ended up saved, pretty much saving his life. I called, called the NSRI, they arrived, took him to hospital, um, and that was probably mid-90s. And then in 1998, when you're talking about Joe Public, myself, Peter, and Noel, Peter and I realized that I had saved Peter's life um, in 1995, and obviously, we then started talking about the idea of Jeff Public in 1998. So, I had met him before we'd actually started the business in a very extreme sort of life-saving situation. So, that's a pretty interesting finding story for the agency, to be honest. Yeah, well, there you are. And, and so, you guys continue and you are partners saving each other, I suppose, all the time in your <laughs> business to make sure the business grows. <laughs> tell, tell me about you. I mean, you know, away from, from the actual work you do, what is it that inspires you? What is it that gives you the edge that you have? Look, it's interesting. When I was at school, I was a very talented graphic designer, but I went to accountancy, and I was a very bad accountant. Um, but I think I've always liked the idea of commercial creativity, so bringing creativity to a commercial space and bringing our talents to, to serve our clients. And I just love the process of, of what we do every day. Um, and although it's extremely challenging um, advertising, I mean, I sat on Friday in a staff meeting. And I went, we went to the work over the last two months to all the staff. And I realized why I'm in the business. Although it's very challenging, that's what makes me excited about our work and about growing our business and about serving our clients. And actually bringing that sort of those creative skills to the fore on a daily basis. All right. You, you've worked on some fantastic campaigns over the years. I mean, maybe, uh, maybe touch on three or four really that stand out that you can take personal responsibility for. Look, I think the, the Clover Way Better campaign was uh, an amazing campaign because we took it to the client proactively as a collective team, um, and it produced amazing results for Clover. I think the Eugene campaign for Nedbank has also um, delivered amazing results. So and I think that's through a fantastic relationship with Nedbank and then trusting us and working very well with us. And that's also got some great results for, for them. Uh, we did a massive global pitch on Nike a couple of years ago called Run Josie, um, ended up winning the global pitch and producing that campaign, that was a massive honor to be involved in, actually to run the race, the run jersey race. So those are kind of um, some of the highlights. I think we've also done a really awesome job on, on uh, Dial Direct with a brand relaunch in January with um, the peace between the child and the mother. I know it's got a lot of attention and, and it's doing good things for the brand. So that's those are some of the sort of key highlights that come to mind. Um, obviously, there's, there's lots more to come in our mind, so we think we... We're 17 years young, and there's mm. a lot more to do. Um, that's our view. And 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 at that point, I'm, I'm just to clear this up. I mean, you guys are an independent South African-owned agency, which, in in many ways, is an anomaly because so many of the agencies in South Africa effectively are part of of global agencies, right? Yeah, we like the last man standing. We kind of 
the Mohicans in a way. Um, a lot of the independent agencies have actually sold out over the last couple of years. I think there's about 11 sales done. We we have been approached a number of times, but we, we enjoy our independence. And there's a couple left. There's, there's King James, there's Fox BT, there's a couple of mm, great agencies. Mm, mm. But uh, we are... Look, we did sell the business in the early 2000s, so we've been, we had a bit of a learning there, and we bought the business back um, in 2009. So we've also been part of the global group um, groups. Uh, we didn't enjoy it that much. We much preferred being independent, and that's how we intend to stay for a while. So let's see where it goes, but we firmly um, independent agency, correct? And, and, and being independent, how, how much of a, a and I should say problem, although you've been very successful, how difficult is it really being independent versus others who can leverage your ideas and resources uh, globally? To be honest, it's much easier because um, our experience was there was no value, and I'll be honest, mm-hmm. there was no value in being part of international group because the tools that they had, they kind of forced us to use, so it limited our creativity. So I think when you're independent, you're able to think for yourself, um, and it actually gives you more freedom to be more creative and actually be a better agency for our clients. That's my personal experience. I don't see any any negative. Obviously, the support is also a bit of a misnomer because if you're part of a global group and you aren't mm-hmm. delivering the numbers, you know they're going to they're going to force you to cut your costs or they're going to probably say, "Listen, you're not performing. Get out of the business." So I think there's actually, strange enough, actually more more kind of protection, more freedom, more everything being an independent. But I think. You know, some of the guys that have been running agencies for 10, 15 years also at some point want to get some kind of return. And I think that's why they've done some of the deals, because they've obviously made some kind of financial return on the sale to international groups. Yeah, I understand that. But, okay, it gets us thinking then about amongst the key decisions that, that you've made, right? So so one that comes to mind, of course, would be selling to, to a global company and the other is buying back. Other key decisions that yourself together with Cappy have made in, in the last, what, 17, 19 years? Well, I think I think starting the agency was a, you know, I mean, we I literally had two years' experience. I mean, I was a baby AE kind of executive, so I think it was very brave. And I look back on that to start the agency at that age. Um, yeah, and I think you know also <laughs> buying the company back was a big move, but a big move was also to move to Joburg because I'm a Cape Townian sort of surfer, so the move to Joburg was a big decision. But I think it was my passion, it was the core. I think it's where all the action is. So I've been in Johannesburg for 10 years now, so to move here was a big deal. And then I think, yeah, then I think the buyback was really a big deal for us. We actually had to sort of force that buyback. And then, yeah, and then I think there's been a lot of highlights since then, but those are probably the big instrumental moments in terms of how we, you know, the start, the move to Joburg, the sale and the buyback are the big ones, I think. Mm. Um, amongst the, you know, let, let's take your personal development. You know, uh, you, you're part of an agency, but but you also need to grow yourself, right? So, in, to ensure that your own creativity is never stifled. Talk to me about about what you do to ensure that you personally, uh, you know, keep ahead all the time. Look, it's interesting. I was saying to somebody the other day, and I think, you know, being, you know, the company is quite a big company, right? it's close to 200 people. So, I think. As you grow in your career, you almost through the growth of the business, you you forced to develop yourself personally. So I've done a lot of personal development work, um, be it business coaching, be it um, workshops. There's been a lot of personal development work, quite spiritual work as well. And I think that's just about getting more in touch with who you are, because I think when you're really in touch with who you are, you are able to manifest greater and greater things, and you can bring your talents to the fore. So it's been a lot of personal development brought on by the business and that massive 
benefits to the people around me, my family, uh, my kids, my wife. So that's that's been my personal journey. Obviously, can't go into the details, but yes, I think I'm very invested, mm. very invested in that. And I think you know a lot of the times, I think I know Pepe is, but also very invested in spiritual development and growth. How how do you respond to to those that suggest that uh, in fact not just those it's it, it's actually articulated publicly by many in the industry that the advertising or marketing industry is is all about having a, a huge party on a Friday night and getting drunk and and, and that's it now you brought up spirituality <laughs> uh, uh, just give us an insight into how the industry works not so much Joe public but just the broader industry. But the problem is we you know our industry our little world is actually Joe public. Um, but I honestly don't believe, I mean, I know a lot of the leaders in the industry, they are hardworking, mostly family men that are just very committed to their craft. And um, there's no one that I think has really achieved much that isn't um, isn't like that. So I think that is, that's a fallacy. I mean, I kind of smile because if we look at our lives, we, you know, there's very little drinking. Um, there's not enough partying. It's, we, it's, a, it's a lot about um, professional delivery and work. And I think that's how you need to behave these days to be successful in advertising. Those days are slightly gone. I think obviously the younger generation in our agency plays a lot more. And obviously when I was, you know, early days, I used to play a lot more. But I think um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big business. It's a big, serious business. You're dealing with, you know, I don't know, some of our clients spending half a billion rand that you've got to be the custodian of. But I don't think it's that world of play and six drugs and rock and roll. Yeah, Crazy enough people perceive it to be. I don't think maybe in the 80s for a little while, um, but honestly, since the 90s, it's a, it's a, it's a serious business. How, was this always an industry that you wanted to play in, or, or did you did you have another life before advertising? Strange enough, I think I was destined to be in it. Um, you know, I always loved creativity. Um, I was very talented at school, and I liked the commercial side of life. So I think it's kind of that perfect combination, as I said earlier. Um, I, I, you know, I thought about having other businesses maybe early, early on, but um, no, I think we definitely found the groove and the passion. So I fell into it, but I think it was probably destined. Let's, let's talk about let's talk about teamwork and and, and your thoughts on teamwork, uh, because I go back to the original point about who helped, uh, who saved Peppy's life, which is all about teamwork, <laughs> ironically, right? To, to what do you emphasize that as a culture in in the agency? Um, it's absolutely key. There's absolutely no way we would have achieved what we've achieved without the combination of talents. You know, um, you know, the creative talents of Pepe. We've got a, a great partner in the head of strategy, Iran. Um, you know, Colise has been part of the team for a long time. So, it's, I mean, you cannot achieve uh, what we've achieved without true collaboration, true teamwork, and everybody bringing their particular talents to the to, to the agency, to the client every single day. Um, I think you know a good analogy is like a soccer team. An ad agency is a bit like a soccer team or rugby team. You need to bring the team. I mean, if you think about winning a pitch, you win a mm-hmm. pitch through teamwork. You don't win a pitch through one person standing up and talking. Um, you need to bring various talents, to the t- and that's pretty much every day. And I think that's what makes the environment challenging because you've got a lot of differing views and differing characters all the time. So there's a lot of complexity of, of, of relationships in an agency that you need. You need to manage and you need to be culturally aligned and purposely aligned and all those things. And one and person certainly doesn't win a, yeah, one person doesn't win a game unless you maybe uh, Lionel Messi as he did a game last night, just by the way. Okay, we got we got about a minute to go. Just just very quickly then, your thoughts on um you know, is there an ad campaign that 
you wished you were involved in. You're not, it can't, it's gone already, you wished you were involved in. And maybe, just, just tell me, outside of what you already told me earlier on, maybe the, the best ad campaign you've seen ever. Sure, that's a tough one, eh? Um, the one that actually just comes to mind is, um, <laughs> strange enough, is actually Beats the Bends, um, mm, which mm. was done long ago by Huffington Hunter-Scarus. Um, and I just thought it was just so cheeky um, and so beautifully produced and so sort of startling when I saw it. I think it just, it, it's, and then strange as I said, because it's probably not, you know, the world's best campaign, but I think there was a lot of creativity and sort of um, disruption and challenging of conventions in that, in that campaign. And it certainly stood out for me at the time. So and, and, and you wish, of, late, of course, of right, yeah. Mm. Of late, obviously, the Nike work somehow does, um, has really made an impact on me. I think it's been very purposeful. Um, and beautifully produced. I think the Nike work, to me, um, over the last 10 years has probably been the campaigns that have, have been most engaged and connected with me. Okay. That's where I can leave it. Great chatting to you. Uh, just do it, Nike, and, and uh, the Beat the Bands. Absolutely great stuff. Gareth Lack, thanks for your time. Gareth is the CEO of the uh, Joe Public Agency. Fascinating stuff getting into his mind. Uh, we'll do lots more of these ions. In fact, you can suggest who else in media and marketing we should be having our eye on uh, next week. Uh, Still to come, we'll get an update on Comrades. It's absolutely hotting up.